to you, God, this day once again, God. Thank you, God, for this day you allowed to see, God, that we'll never see again, God. Thank you, God, for giving us for all sin, transgression, and iniquity, Lord God. Thank you, God, for this another day that we don't know what to do without you, Lord. That that we don't know what today holds, God. That we're confident that you are faithful, God. You see us through all things, God. We thank you for ordering our steps, God, this day and each and every day, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, God, for peace and strength, God, upon our hearts, God. We thank you, God, for your will being done. God, your name be glorified, God. We thank you, God, for our hearts that's willing to obey, God, your commands, God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, God, for taking control of our emotions, God. Father God, forgive us, God, for those things that we haven't been trusting, God, in you, God. Father God, we thank you, God, for you being Lord and Lord and kings and kings over our life, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, God, that we'll stay in your will, God. Even, God, we will not see our way clearly, Lord God. We thank you for your angels have charge over our lives. Jesus, God, we thank you that you are our Redeemer, Jesus. We thank you that you're the shepherd of our soul, Lord God. We thank you, God, for waking us up, God, as we slept, God, for keeping us, God, this very day from hurt, harm, danger, from accidents, sick, from any accident, sickness, or disease, Lord God. We thank you, God, for strength, God. We thank you for protection, God. We thank you, God, for faith, God. We thank you, God, for you just being God all by yourself, God. We thank you, God, that you're faithful, God, that you'll help us to stand, God, in this time, God. We thank you, God, for whatever's going on this, God, that you are in, in this world, Lord God, that you are in control. And, God, we bless your holy name. We thank you, God, for your works and will be done, God. We thank you for the angels of the Lord that's camped around about us each and every day, God, to protect us and keep us, God, every day, God. We thank you, God. We forever give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you, God, for your faithfulness to help us, to God, to stand, God. That you're faithful for keeping our, keeping our mind clear, Lord God, each and every day, Lord God. That we make good decisions, decisions every day in our life, God. God, help us not to be confused in any area of our life, God, because you are not the author of confusion, God. Help us to have the mind of Christ. God, help us to have the mind of Christ, God. Cause us to deny ourselves, God, to pick up our cross and follow after thee, Lord God. Father, we bless your holy name. Help us, God, in your works, God. Help us to do your will, Lord God. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, God, from the spirit of fear, anxiety, frustration, oppression, depression, God, whatever it is, God, to hinder us, God, we ask you, God, to, to deliver us from it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for the spirit, God. We thank you for the spirit, God. We thank you for the power of love, God, and the sound mind, God, that you have given us. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind, God, and we thank you, God. Oh, God, we, de- we, de- we decree and declare, God, that the blessings of the Lord is up on us, God. We thank you for your blessings, God, that you have bestowed upon us, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, God. We speak that you speak into the womb, God. You speak into our womb, God, our destiny, God, whatever it is, God, that we will walk in your will, God, that your name will be glorified, that we be able to help this land, God. Those that are dying, God, those don't even know you, God. We thank you, God. We pray for bereaved family all over this land, Lord God. We ask that you give them peace, God, that surpasses all understanding that only you can do, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, God. We love you and glorify you, Lord. God, because of your grace, your peace, God, we thank you for your grace and your peace and the blessing that you have, God, for our lives. Oh, God, we thank you, Father, and we claim it in Jesus' name. And, God, we claim the word, God. We claim your word. We claim that the word of goodness, 
Oh, God, we thank you, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our lives today, God, over our spirit, mind, and body. I plead the blood of Jesus over everything of our lives, God. We submit, God, to your will, God. God, we submit, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I come against every fear, anxiety, and worry in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, God, for helping, God, each and every day of our lives, God, to lead, God, and direct us, God, every day of our lives, God. We thank you, God. Oh, God, we choose to set our minds upon you, God. We choose to set our minds upon your word, God, to help us, God, to meditate on your word, Lord God, night and day, God. We thank you for it, Lord God, that you are the author and finisher of our face, Lord God. Have mercy on us, Lord God. Have mercy, God. We thank you, God. Allow mercy, God. Allow mercy and grace to follow us all the days of our life. And we thank you, Lord God. And we bless your holy name, God. Without you, God, we're nothing and we can do nothing, Lord God. God, we thank you that you are the God, that you are true God to your word, God. Father, help us to let us go of our past, God, and and to forgive, God. Oh, God, to forgive those that hurt us, God, cause us, God, to never, God, oh, God, help us, God. Oh, God, help us to always forgive, God. Help us, Lord God, because we need your help each and every day of our life, God. To let go of our past and to forgive, Lord God that we be able to have a new beginning in our life, God, from the pain of the past, God, help us, God. We have a better plans, God, for our lives, God, you have for our lives, Lord God. Allow mercy, God, mercy endures in every gratefulness, God, that you're faithful, God, to keep us, God, and we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, God, for keeping us, God, in your will, Lord, like never before, God. Do what only you can do, God, for your people, God, all over the land. God, we thank you, God, for this day, God. This is another day that you allowed to see that we've never seen before, God. We thank you for it, Lord, God. Keep watch over us, God. God, keep your angels to watch over us, God. Give us, give them charge over us, God. Protect us and keep us, God. God, we thank you that you are the good shepherd of our life, God. We thank you, Lord, God. We thank you, God, for your faithfulness, God. We thank you for your mercy, God. We thank you, God, for the good decisions, God, every day to help us not to be confused, God, in any area of our life, God. We thank you, Lord, God. Jesus, you are our redeemer. We thank you, Lord, God. Oh, God, we thank you that you're faithful, Lord, God. We thank you, God, that you're all that you are, God. Because without you, God, we can do nothing. and We are nothing without you, Heavenly Father, God. We thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, and we glorify that wonderful name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you have given us power, God, that you have given us grace and mercy, Lord God. You have given all that may stand in need of God this very day, God. God, we ask you to keep us humble before you, God, that you could use us for your glory, God, and whatever every area that you choose to use us, God, help us, God, to obey you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless your holy name. For you alone, God, are worthy, God. Wonderful Savior, we glorify you, Jesus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy, God. For you and you alone are worthy, Lord God. God, thank you for ordering our steps, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our Redeemer, Lord God, that you are our Shepherd, Lord God. We thank you, God. We thank you for your faithfulness, God. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. We decree and declare, God, the blessings, God. We thank you for them, Lord God. We thank you, God, for whatever you see fit to do, that your will be glo- that your will be glorified, God, in our lives, God. We thank you. We decree and declare, God, we claim everything, God, that you that you designed for our life, Lord God. Oh God, we place today, Father God. We claim your word, God, your goodness and your mercy, Lord God, shall follow us all the days of our lives, God. We thank you for your blood, the shed blood of Jesus, God. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. Have your way, Holy Spirit, God, in the lives of your people all over the land, God. 
for those that don't know you to pardon this sin, God, we ask you to just save souls, reclaim, backsliders, God, do a work in the body of Christ as a whole, God, in the wonderful name of Jesus. We say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We honor you. We magnify you, God. We submit, God, unto your will, God. Oh, God, forgive us, God. God, we place our fears and anxieties into your hands, God. We thank you, Lord God, for cleansing us, God, for righteousness, God. God, for doing your ubahate, whatever you need to do, God, do it, God, for your glory, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Now, God, as the word go forth tonight, God, whoever's going to bring forth that word, whether it's a man that God, whoever, God, we thank you, God, for protecting and keeping God and using for your glory, God. Have your way in their life, God. Continue to keep them, God. Bless them. Use them, God. Protect them and keep them, God, from hurt, harm, and danger, God. Cover them in your blood, Lord. Hide them behind your cross. Make every crooked path straight in the name of Jesus. We honor you for it, God. We keep them and strengthen them, God. Put a hedge around them, God. Protect them, God. Him and his family, Lord God. And we thank you for your word, God. Do it, God, for your glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, God bless the saints of God. This is your pastor, Apostle Keith J. Brooks. Hey, we bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, this is another day the Lord has made. We ought to rejoice and be glad in it because in it, this opportunity to get closer to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hey, beloved, I want to continue on with prayer. There is a word from the Lord tonight, and I want to share with you, and I believe it's going to stir your heart to even do greater things with the Lord. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we just thank you for all those that are on the prayer line, those that are pressing their way, those that are trying to get on. God, we thank you for them because, God, we know that you have words for our hearts to encourage us to go forth and to go on. Thank you, Lord, for covering us in your blood. Thank you for forgiveness for all sin and transgression and iniquity. Thank you for just keeping us, God, when we didn't even want to be kept. You kept us anyway. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. We give your name the praise, all the honor and the glory. Now, Lord, I ask you one more time. Fill my mouth with blood, that I'll speak life, health, and strength to thy people, O oh God. Cause the word of God to find good grounds in the hearts of your people. Bring us to strength and conviction and love and kindness, one toward another, especially toward you, Lord. Now, God, we thank you. Thank you for binding up every demon throughout the highway. Cover us all in thy blood and strengthen us and keep us. Thank you for forgiveness for all sin transgression and iniquity. Thank you for being our advocate. Thank you for being our perpetuation. Thank you for the atonement blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, God, we thank you. In the wonderful name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we do pray. And God, we give all the glory unto you. In the wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ and all of the hearts of God's people shouted, Amen and amen. Hey, beloved, that's the word tonight we're going to share with you from the book of Jeremiah. Uh, that's one of the most powerful prophets that ever walked the face of the earth. They called him the weeping prophet. He was a sad prophet. Because first of all, Jeremiah didn't walk the task. Like many of us, we don't want to call and do the will of God. We don't want to call because the call of God put pressure on your life. It alternates your life. It changes your life. It changes your direction. Don't believe me. Ask Jonah. It will change your entire life. And what you think you were born to do, God will show you why you was really created. And hey, beloved, there is nothing on this earth that can bring the power of the achievement of living like living for God. You may think you're living doing all these uneternal things in your life, but yet you're not fulfilled with the eternal things of God. Let's start off and let's read in chapter 1, verse 1. We're going to put a pen around verse 4, 5, and 6, and I believe God will speak to your heart tonight. Here's what the word of the Lord says. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priest of Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Amon the king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. 
It came also the days of Je- Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah. Watch this. Unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, For I formed thee in the valley. I knew thee. And before thou came forth, out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Then said Jeremiah, watch this. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, say not, I am a child. Thou shalt go. All that I shall send thee, whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. I want to talk to you tonight from a thought being called to greatness. I want you to say that with me in your heart. Say it this way. Make it personal. Say, I have been called to greatness. I have been called to greatness. I believe that every person at some time or another in their life realized that there's something great that lies on the inside of them. It's greater than what they're doing, greater than what they ever could imagine in their life. But they achieve a lot of earthly achievement, and still there's something missing. There's a hungerness that only the eternal God can fulfill the appetite of the eternal appetite that you have. It's like our children. We revolve our lives around them, and it seems like less and less, year after year, they need us less. That's a sign. It's a sign to us that hangs over all of our head. It's called temporary. All of us, whether it be your job, your friends, your school, your diploma, your degree, your relationship, your house, your car, your wife, your husband, your dog, it's all temporary. Because those things are not eternal. They're uneternal. But the things that our heart craves for is for the fulfillment of something eternal. In your spare time, just read the poetic writing of the preacher in the book of Ecclesiastes. How King Solomon allowed us to adventure his life and his journey of every thought that he had, whether it was good or bad, his character was exposed to all of us that life was vanity and full of vexation. No matter what he sought it to do, man sought out the wisdom, heart full of it, matured in it, found that at the end of the day, everything was vanity and vexation of the spirit. I will borrow a quote from an author by the name of T.S. Ellis. And he said it this way, this is the way the world wants you to end. Not with a bang, but with a whipping cry. I want you to understand that life has not always been the best to all of us. It's kind of like we've been placed sometime in a holding pattern. I remember one time I was on a flight. And I looked outside of the port window, and I could see that we were making a circle. I I, I noticed we were going around and around, but it was not confirmed. Because some things look alike at 33,000 feet in the air. It was only confirmed when the pilot said, we have been placed in a holding pattern. Now, many of us have been there. 
We've been placed in a holding pattern. That means we're not making forward progress. We're only covering the same grounds we have been covering over and over again, like the children of Israel. Standing still. Many of you all has been there. Some of you all are there now. Hold on, let me get to Jeremiah. Many of us have been placed in the midst of a lot of activities, yet we still seems like something is missing. The grounds are familiar. Seem like I need more. Something is missing. Now, some of us try to fulfill it with things. We think a new house would do it, a new car, a new relationship. In fact, your appetite for God has been eternal deficiency. Our character tonight is Jeremiah, father of the son of Halikiah or Helikiah, who was a Hebrew priest during the time of Josiah. He gets a call from God, not knowing how powerful his life really is, like some of us. Life should be more compelling to us. It should be liberating. It should be motivating. It should be empowered. Why is that, Apostle? Because you are priceless. When we settle for less, we're saying what God said to the summit. We have been fearfully and wonderfully made. We're saying, I'm just make a do. So God calls this young man Jeremiah. And he calls him before he was ever placed in his mother's belly. Now I want you to hear me plainly. Because every one of you under the sound of my voice has been called to greatness. But you cannot accomplish greatness but not trying to achieve the goals that are set before you in God's presence. When God set a goal, an appointment, assignment before you, it is to lead you to greatness. I placed you in the belly, Jeremiah. I knew thee. I want you to know, beloved, God know every one of us. And you was not just created to be created. You were created for God's greatness. When Solomon talks about things, and when he said it in Ecclesiastes, that there is nothing new under the sun. In other words, the sun races every day from north, I mean from east to west. The rivers still flow from the same banks. The wind's still blowing from the same points since the beginning of time. But watch this, beloved, because you and I have been called to greatness. There are some eternal things that God wants you to begin to exercise in your life. Jeremiah was called from the womb. So were you. Now, all that you and I have accomplished and done, gone through with us ups and downs, it was only to lead you to the greatness of God. Like Jeremiah, many of us complain, and that's okay with God. But God will have the last say. I sanctified thee, Jeremiah. Say to God, you've been sanctified. You just didn't get saved when you got saved. You were saved before the foundation of the world. God had already chosen you, picked you. Now, I want to straighten some doctrines out tonight. Because a lot of people think that predestined is just, well, I can live anywhere I want and God will still save me. No, there's another doctrine that goes along with it called the elective doctrine of God. The elective doctrine of God means that you must come in agreement with God to be saved. Don't think we can live like heathens and still going to be saved. So well, God going to save me anyway? No, sir, no, ma'am. The elected doctrine of God have to come into your life, which means that you're confronted by God. 
It gives you the opportunity to, to accept him or to reject him. That's become predestined after that. Because you have a choice, a choice to make whether you want to serve him or not. Jeremiah complained. He said, but I sanctified thee, Jeremiah, and I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nation. Now listen, I'm just a child, God. I can't do this. How many of the prophets you and I have read concerning in the will of God, the word of God, that always complained they could not do it? But they didn't understand they had been called for greatness. Now, what is greatness with God? Will everybody do the same thing? No, sir. Will everybody accomplish the same thing? No, sir, no, ma'am. But what is greatness in God's eyesight is to complete the assignment that God has given to you. And all of our assignments may not be the same. So you cannot judge what another person is doing to measure up with them to say, well, I'm okay. Whatever God has called you to do, you have to fulfill that assignment. Now watch it, because if there's an eternal deficiency inside of your heart, the sign will be you're restless. You're restless. You know that there's something greater in you than what you're doing. You keep saying, I must be doing something. I have to do something else. I don't know what it is. Tonight you need to turn to God. And only God can fix that eternal deficiency in your heart. He'll never let you have peace in your heart if you're not doing the will of God to cause you to become great. The greatness of God is in you. How can a God that is so sovereign, so powerful, allow his children to be wimps? He will not allow that. Jeremiah was a sad prophet. If you read the history on him, he always whined about what they were doing to the people. He always complained. I'm scared of their faces. God said, be not afraid of their faces, Jeremiah. Why? For I am with thee to deliver thee. In other words, man up, Jeremiah. Now you ask yourself the question, why would God call somebody that is timid, weak, and a coward? He wants to show and do exploit through them. He want to show the world and the devil what he can do with a weak, weakling coward. Jeremiah was not always as strong, neither was you and I. But because the appointment and the assignment given, the greatness of God will continue to ooze its way out of you. Not spill completely. Little by little, it will come out. Jeremiah, you have to remember, saints of God, God sanctified you. In other words, I set you apart. Come from the Hebrew word, kadesh, which means I abide with you, I consecrated you. I dedicated you, I, I put myself in you. No devil in hell can stop. You, why? Because God lives inside of you. Now watch this. You and I that have been called to greatness have to understand that it's not you doing the work. Moses complained, I have a stuttering problem. I'm slow of tongue. Abraham said, I come from a home that's full of idols. Why would you choose me? Joshua, I was only the minister of Moses. I can't lead nobody. Samson defiled himself, but yet God chose him. Samuel, one of the greatest prophets ever lived, always questioned himself. Was it really the voice of God or was it Eli? King Solomon, given the throne from his father David. Always questioned his thoughts. Am I making the right decision? So he prayed for wisdom. King David chosen as a shepherd boy. 
Notice God and what he intended to do with you. He called you to greatness. Let's ask Jonah, how do it feel to fulfill the will of God? I'm afraid. Don't get spiritual. Listen to me carefully. If you and I would hold a conversation with Jonah tonight, he'll say, I understood the call. I knew what God was saying to me. Go do it, Jonah. Go do it. And I refuse to do it. I don't need to be great. I'm satisfied in being a nobody. I'm satisfied living in the pack. I'm satisfied not doing anything. God did not make you to be a bench warmer. God did not make you to sit in the back. God made you to arrive and shine. Hosea, talk to him. Let Hosea talk to you tonight. Minding my own business. I'm a preacher. I'm okay, God. I'm doing the will of God. No. I need to make you greater. Not only that, I need to make your name great in the household of Israel. I'll defile myself. I'll break my own rules to show you how I'll make you great. Go marry a whore. Come on, God. You got to be kidding me. Now, come on. Y'all don't get too religious. Don't get sanctimonious. If a pastor went and married a woman on the street, y'all would all leave me. He missed the Lord. How in the world could he do it? Somebody said, well, he probably did you a lie. But here's the deal. You'll be the first one whining and complaining about what I did. But as I told the story Sunday, people hollered, oh, Jesus is my husband. You're a lie. God didn't make you to live without companionship. But watch the story. Hosea marries her. And all of Israel condone him, condemns him, sends him to hell. And they don't recognize God is doing it to them. But God was making him great. Look at the price you have to pay. Well, beloved, let me help you with something. You got to pay a price one way or the other in this life. If you do the will of God, you pay a price. And if you don't do the will of God, you pay a price. I'd rather do the will of God, pay the price for eternal things and live in eternity, than pay the price and die and go to hell. How in the world can God make us great? Job said, a man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. We're all going to see those days. I don't care how sanctimonious and saved you think we are. It will visit your doors one day. But here's the deal behind that. Why did God allow it to visit? Because I want to make you great in the earth. I want your name to shine among the great ones. And all I'm asking you to do is obey. Ask the Lord a question today. Why do it seem so hard? When you are sovereign and you are God, why can't you just snap your finger, speak a word, and make everything right? He said, that's not the plan. The plan from the beginning was, man had eternal life. But I knew he would mess it up. I knew he would fall. I knew he would commit high treason. I knew he would turn against me. I knew that. So then the plan was set in effect. Your thoughts are not like my thoughts. Neither are your ways like mine, said the Lord. Now, to know the will of God, you have to increase your understanding of who he is. So watch this. Jeremiah, don't be afraid. Don't worry about the faces. Stop acting like a whipping child and grow up. Now watch this. But the Lord said unto me, say not I'm a child, but thou shalt go to all that I send thee. Watch this, and whatever I command, here's where the greatness starts. What did God command you to do? What did God command you to say? What did God command you to pray? I read about an African 
prophet. His name was Kimbo Kibanzo back in the 1800s. And he knew that God had given him a vision called to be a prophet, called to pray for the people, and called to heal the people. He refused to do it. For over 20 years, he ran from the call to finally one day he returned back to his native home, which is today Zaire. And he began to do the will of God. And every day he said he troubled his own self because he refused to do the will of God 20 years prior. And he said the Spirit of the Lord says to his heart, how many people struggled because you refused the greatness I placed in you? He said his heart was so troubled, sleep would leave him at night. He would pray for those that were sick. He said beds behind beds, people stacked on top of each other wanting to be healed. He said, so I tried to speed up the time to catch up for what I did not do. Finally, the Lord said to him, Kimber, I knew you would disobey me. I made preparation for you. Now listen, beloved, everybody don't get that chance. Jeremiah tried to complain to get away from it. When God have called and chosen a child of his, he placed greatness into your life. Like the plane, some of you all been in a holding pattern, waiting to step off the plane to do the will of God. You've been going around and around in a circle. Seems like nothing is happening. Too familiar with the same grounds. No progress. I feel you. But God has held us in a holding pattern for a reason. But when greatness comes, you explore that greatness for him. Jeremiah. Get ready to do the will of God. There's a little Jeremiah in all of us. As a little Moses, little Abraham, Joshua, Samson, Ruth, all of those that I name and you know about in the Bible are inside of you. Now you have to make a decision. Do I want eternal deficiency? Oh, I want the eternal plan of God that will make me great in this earth for God. Watch what I said. Make you great in the earth for God. God is calling for people that desire to follow him to do great things. Daniel said, they that know their God shall do exploit. Over and above. Not just some, somebody say, well, I just want to live a normal life. You don't have Jesus. Because Jesus don't live a normal life. What is a normal life? I can tell you what is abnormal. Not pursuing the things of God. A normal life must be the thing that seeks after God. The problem with is that you're afraid to come out of your comfort zone because you're depending on your flesh, your thoughts, your education, instead of depending on God. So you that keep saying, I'm just satisfied right there. You don't know God. You can name his name. That don't mean you know him. Because they that know their God shall do exploit. They're going after him. And no man or woman that know God will remain the same. You stand the same, something wrong. Examine your appetite. Is it for God or is it for the world achievements? Your appetite should be greater. My appetite is greater than just the world achievement. I can care less about world achievements. I want God to say to me, Woman, how good and faithful servant. That's the eternal power that gives us the greatness with God. 
I want you to understand one thing, beloved, tonight. You're more than what we have settled for. I remember when we first got saved, and older myself now, my God, did we pray for the loved ones and pray for the sinners and pray for those that were bound by demons. But as we mature in Christ, the plate gets full with other things. It seems like we lose that appetite. I remember when I went through the struggles and the Lord said to me, I was in a jail cell, and he says, look out the window. What do you see? I saw men walking around in circles. He said, fathers and uncles and brothers and sons. How many times have you been here? If you all remember, Pastor Orlean, we had a pretty good prison ministry. So I, when God, Orlean got discovered. He said, I didn't ask Orlean. I'm asking you. So I make this deal with God. And immediately when I make the deal with God, they unlock the cell doors. Now you got to hear this, beloved. Because, see, what God intends for all of us to do is to understand where the purpose is coming from. To make his name great in the earth, he needs someone he can make great to be used for him. There is no child of God that can remain the same without pursuing God's face or pursuing God's appointment assignment to your life. When I made that deal, I said, okay, God, I'm ready to do this. He said, I don't need you to do it. I got others, but I just want you to commit to it, that if I call, you're committed. That's what God wants. That's the greatness of God. And how can God make you great except you agree with him? The prophet Amos said, how can two walk together except they are in agreement. You can't walk with God unless you agree with him. You can't walk with me unless you agree. You have to first do the spiritual agreement. Can I agree with God? If you agree with God's plan, then you have no problem in agreeing with the man of God or the woman of God's plan. Because you understand the plan of God. It's orchestrated through the lives of them. That leads and guides you. Verse number nine says something to us. He says these words. Then the Lord put forth his hand. And he touched my mouth. You see, when you call before God, your assignment and appointment been given to you, God will put his words, his thoughts in you. Now you say, well, I, I'm just going to my mouth. The Lord's going to feel it. Beloved, you'll be waiting until Jesus comes to get something out. you got to study the word of God. you got to pray. you got to seek his face. you got to fast. you got to pray. you got to go after him. He's putting his words in your mouth. And the Lord said unto him, unto me, Behold, I put my words in thy mouth. Now when God does that, don't be a Jonah. I'm talking to a lot of you all that's been called by God to show forth the greatness of God in this earth. And you're looking for everything else but God. Hey, get a new girlfriend. That ain't going to help. Get a new boyfriend. That's not going to help you. Buy a new car. That ain't going to help. Start a school. Go to class. Do another. That's not going to help. Get more money, that's not going to help. Get a better job, that's not going to help. Oh, I know, I'll move to another town, not going to help. What's going to help you is to fulfill the greatness that he placed in your heart. Stop selling yourself short. God called you to be great. Stop whining and complaining. Don't sell yourself short. You're more than a conqueror. Jeremiah was a gangster prophet. Started off a coward. When he stood the prophet and the priests of the earth, 
They cast him in the dungeon. Jeremiah did not play. He got so frustrated with God one time. He said, I ain't preaching no more. I'm done. God said, okay, that's all right with me. Have you ever got a, something and it hit your body and felt like you were itching all over and something was going on you just couldn't be still? He says, like fire shut up in my bone. God let him know right then, Jeremiah, you came back up on me. I call you to be great. See, saints of God, you have been chosen. You have been chosen. Say, well, I, I'm not a preacher. You are a minister of Christ. You're an ambassador of God. You're a royal priest, chosen by God. Stop that foolishness. God did not place himself in you for you to do nothing with it. God did not place himself inside of you to be just ordinary. We've been chosen to be great. Moses, first half of his life, he lived a lustrous life. Man, he lived the life of Raleigh. Can you imagine living in the palace every day, good day, not worried about anything? The next 40 years, the second half of it, God was trying to hustle bread, living in poverty. He's with the Hebrews people now. He's ducking and dodging soldiers. He's running. He's on his life. Man, my God, can you imagine have lived in the palace? Now you're ducking and dodging, trying to find something to eat, dates, if you find some of them to just survive. But he chose rather to live in the affliction of the abundance of his people than to live in pleasure and sin. Look at God in him. Look at what God did through him. The same thing God want to do for you and I. Stop holding on to yesterday. Stop carrying yesterday pain. It's gone. Let God make you great. Today is the day of salvation. When you hear my voice, hard not your heart. As in the day of the provocation. Make up your mind. I belong to the sovereign God of the universe. There is no other God like our God. Michael Jordan is one of the greatest basketball players, I think, next to LeBron's. That could be an argument. Michael Jordan didn't become great just because he's Michael Jordan. He pursued after the greatness. The gift that God placed in him, he had to pursue that. That was a God-given talent. Whether he give God the credit or not, it was a God gift to him. A God's gift. Uh, you ever looked at that movie called The Titans and uh, Zeus's son, Perseus? Refused to accept the gifts from Zeus because he wanted to be just a normal man. There's no such thing as a normal man if you get saved, a normal woman. And he refused the gifts to finally one of them said, man, what's your problem? You're going to need these gifts. And finally, he decided to take the sword and the shield. When he was placed in the cave with Medusa, he understood why his father had given him the gifts. See, all of these gifts that's inside of you all, God placed them there for a reason. There come a day you're going to have a Medusa, a devil, a demon in your presence, and you're going to need that sword, and you're going to need that shield. But if you keep refusing the things that God called you to do and asked you to do, you're turning away the gifts. God is not going to change the plan because you rebel. He still will let you be confronted with it. You just will realize, God, I should have done what you asked me to do. Hey, you've been called to greatness, beloved. You're a child of the king. You're raw. You live in royalty. You are royalty. Stop living beneath your privileges with God. 
going to pray. And I believe that every one of you all, God's talking to you tonight. Stop settling for less. I have a philosophy that I live with. If I fail trying, at least I tried. But if I try and don't fail, I'm a conqueror. I can't lose what I ain't never had. So if I don't have it, why am I complaining about it? Even if I had it and I lose it, I can say I had it. But God is not going to allow us to fail. Be strong in the might. Be strong in the spirit of God. This is not done by our flesh, done by the power of God, beloved. And every one of you all are great. You've been called to greatness. Say these words to yourself tonight. I am tired of being well living in my life. It's time for me to do great things in this earth for God. I said, God, if you help me, I promise you, I will pronounce your name everywhere I go. I'll never steal your glory. And God will honor that prayer, beloved, because he gave me this word for you. So he must honor it. But you have to pursue it, Jonah, not going toward Joppa. Not headed toward Tasha. You ought to go to Nineveh and fulfill the call. God will honor you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, tonight, I thank you, Lord, that you gave me this word. It stirred my heart. And I pray it stirred the hearts of your people, God, to know that you've called them to be more than what they are. You've called your children unto greatness. And God, whatever that may be, for whatever assignment you have given, let us fulfill it and we will obtain the greatness. I bless all of these under the sound of my voice. I'll break every power of hindrance, doubt, waver, and unbelief. Fear, I curse you in Jesus' name. I curse doubt, unbelief, failure, I curse you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For we are more than conquerors. You're victorious. You're fearless. You're courageous. You're God's soldier that's been born to be victorious and walk in greatness. Thank you tonight, Lord. Now cover us all in your blood because your blood protects and keeps. It binds and wards off every demonic spirit. Let your blood be upon us tonight. Your word be placed in our mouth and our heart. And God, thank you for calling us unto greatness. When we were nobody, living beneath our privilege, living beneath what you created us for, you stirred our hearts to seek more. Give us the hungerness now, God. Give us the hungerness. Cause our appetite to explode tonight for eternal things and to know you in all areas of our life. We give you thanks and praise in the wonderful name of your son, Jesus the Christ, tonight. And all of God's people shouted amen and amen. Hey, do you have any questions tonight? I'm move the mute, Sister Montina, so they can speak to me if they like. If you have any questions tonight, feel free to ask Apostle any questions. I have a question. Can you please repeat your philosophy one more time? Like, I'm writing that down. That was, yes. Which one is that? That I pursue something and that I have not had? Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. yes. Listen, you, you're never a failure. Here, here's how I look at it. If you never want to do anything, then you ain't got to worry about being a failure. You're going to hit the target all the time because you've done nothing. But if I decide to pursue something and I don't get it, I at least had the desire to do it. And God is not going to allow his children to be failures. So once you make up your mind to do it, you're going to become a conqueror. But let's say you don't get it. You can say, at least I tried. At least I did give it an effort. 
It just wasn't good enough. Or it wasn't for me. But I gave it my best. And you can walk with your head up high and you could be victorious because you're not a failure. You are a conqueror. Sometimes I think we think conquering means I got it all. No. I conquer little things. I, I'm going to tell you, I had an awesome problem when I was growing up. Uh, I, I didn't like to wash dishes. That was a major thorn in my side. I would hide the dishes in the refrigerator. You know how you put a whole, a big pot with a, a spoon of rice in it. I would hide the pots in the oven until I got grown. God said to me, conquer this thing. Do not leave out of the kitchen until it's clean. Well, I thought clean meant just wash the dishes. No, cleaning means mop the floor, clean the cabinets, do all of that. And when I did it, I found deliverance in my life from other things. That one thing was holding me down. So you have to pursue it. Don't be afraid to lose. I don't know who asked me that question, but I'm going to give you this. It's like when you were young. You had an awesome bite. You could get any boy you wanted, probably. But could you keep what you bit on? Could you keep what you didn't put your teeth in? Didn't have no problem biting it to get it. Had a problem in keeping it. But don't mean you was a loser. It meant you attained it for a while. Now it's gone. I hope that helped. Mm -hmm. Thank any you. other questions? Hello. Nope. Don't call me after a while and say, Pastor, I had a question. Don't send me no text. Don't catch me at church and say, I had a question. I wanted to ask you one thing, but I was scared. You don't have to be scared. Nobody can see you. Okay. I'm about to pray. Hey, listen, y'all. I love you. I know that you're more than conquerors. I know you're great, and you've been created for greatness. Pursue it. Don't worry about being a failure. Don't do that. When I accepted classroom activities, I changed. All my days in high school, and stuff, I didn't want to go to school. I hated school. I enjoyed the company of the kids and all the girls and all that. But as far as classroom, didn't like it. But when I accepted, that's when things began to change because I understood the test wasn't that hard. Just have to accept the will of God. God does not make any mistakes. You were not born by an accident. I don't care where you were conceived at. That don't matter to God. What matters is you're here because God ordained you to be here. And you have a purpose here to be great in this earth for God. So don't worry about failing. Hey, listen, with all the power as a parent, I'm not going to allow my children to fail. I'm going to do everything possible to help them to be great. Now, they can rebel, they can fight me, but my job is to show them I can help you to be great. So it is with God. If you choose to just keep rebelling and disobey, and God sooner or later will turn you over to reprobated mind, just let you go. Because you don't want to follow the rules. You don't want to accept greatness. Hey, listen, I'm the head, not the tail. The tail don't do nothing but drag the ground in the dirt. You are the head. You're the thinker. You see the vision. You have more to conquer. Get out the dirt! Let God show you the vision. Let God show it to you. My God, when you see what he called you to do, run with haste. And said, hey, I can do this. I need help, God. God said, I give you help. You can conquer it. I'm going to say this and I'm praying. Some of you all, all already right now should be overseas ministering. Some should be in other countries ministering. Not because of the coronavirus. I'm talking about in your life. You've been chosen to do that. Chosen to travel the world. Chosen to carry the gospel everywhere. I ain't going to do nothing, Lord. I'm just scared. Scared of what, Jeremiah? 
their faces? Come on, man. I ordained you for this. I called you to be great. Jeremiah became one of the greatest prophets of all time. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for these, your people. Thank you for making us great. Thank you for choosing us. Now, bless us, O Lord, indeed. Hey, if you're on the prayer line and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, just simply ask Jesus to come into your heart. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, then shall thou be saved. And Jesus will come in and save. Get in your Bible. Get in the church and let God fuel your life. Hey, listen, we all have ups and downs, but our God is more than a crutch. He's a deliverer. He brings us out of all kinds of bondage. No matter what we go through, he's there with us. Amen. Amen. God bless you. If you're giving your tithes and offerings, whatever, you know what to do tonight. Call Sister Carol. Get on the um, app line and send your tithes and all. Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you, beloved. You all have a blessed night, a wonderful evening. Get in that word. Get in that word. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Come on. Eat the word. And see what God do for your life. Hey, stir your heart. Hey, if you need me, you can call me. God bless you. I love you all. I'm out.